0: Yo, yo! It's Richie Branson, and you're now tuned in live to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Let's get it!
1: Hello, everybody. My name is Jose Gaveto. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jose Gabeto, and with me is Paul Biscarillo, the man,
2: the myth, the legend.
1: Yay! Third time's the charm. <laughs> you might get that at the end of the podcast Anyways. well see
2: see if you weren't drinking we would have been fine <laughs> shut up but you had to sit there and you had to drink during bleach last night when well, bleach is so terrible i gotta drink i thought you actually were drinking bleach because you actually it looked like that's what you put i'm like do we need to call nine one one? oh my god the podcast isn't gonna happen he's not gonna make it home oh
1: my god yeah I, I was I was in my for those of you that don't follow me on Twitter I was on my I was in Miami uh yesterday literally I got home not not like three hours ago uh back to Orlando and um I decided to go drinking that night and I decided to make a little drinking game at a, for myself for Toonami and I got hammered oh I got really hammered <laughs> I started yelling at the screen during Cash Hearn Sins. Like my my, cause I was at my parents' house and they were not having it. They were like, "Dude, stop!" <laughs> <laughs> they had never wow. seen me really drunk before.
2: Oh my god! And then and then you tweet out out a picture of all your alcohol there, and I'm just like sitting there like, "Oh lord." <laughs> yep. And then all of a sudden you just like disappear, and that's what I'm like. Um, I wanted to be like Jose.
1: I, Jose, I, are you there? I passed out during Formula <laughs> Alchemist, but I did I did watch the recordings of all the shows, so I know what happened last night. Well, at least you have that. And I remember what happened too. I didn't get that hammered.
2: Well, you shouldn't have been that hammered for Deadman, because that was a completely awesome episode. Oh no. Uh, I even
1: hammered. I was like, this
2: show's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh my god. I I I was sitting there looking at the TV, I'm like because see, what people don't understand, what you folks don't understand out there is, while I'm watching tsunami, I'm trying to report news for you guys. So I'm, I'm sure you've seen that, Jose. Yes, of course. A- and I'm sitting there, and you guys trend tsunami or you trend dead man. I'm going to report that, obviously, so you guys know. So that'll pump you guys up more, and that'll get you to tweet more, and we'll we'll do even better.
1: You know, actually, something that we do need to mention. Congratulations, you hit a thousand followers. I did.
2: And guess what? Wednesday was my birthday, so that's a good birthday present. Happy birthday to you.
1: I'm not telling you what my age is, though. I'm not going to sing the rest of the song, so we're even.
2: All right, so it's time for...
1: Oh, I'm sorry. One last thing. To the lady who saw me at Supercon and recognized me, because I was at Supercon this weekend, and I tweeted out, like, hey, if you recognize me, come say hi. When I said that, I meant actually come say hi to me, not (laughs) yell ToonamiFaithful.com and then run away. (laughs) I'm dead serious. This happened to me.
2: Oh, Lord. Yeah, and you you told me about that, and I'm sitting there. Why didn't you just come up to him? Why didn't you say, hey, you're on ToonamiFaithful.com.
1: Yeah, I tweet, I, I, was wearing, I was wearing my yellow Brazil jersey because it's really noticeable, and people remember me because I wear that to commend Oh, you yeah, it was of.
2: really noticeable. Anyways.
1: <clears throat> I'm sorry. Now we can move on to news.
2: So I'll try to intro this one more time. From Twitter and Facebook, this is Tsunami News. Um, the first thing I want to get to is uh, for you Canadian fans out there, finally, I don't want to be like The Rock, but finally – you guys have Adult Swim and Cartoon Network. Um, it starts on July 4th. And for those Toonami fans out there that are in Canada, but sh- I don't think that you guys have seen Toonami, but you've seen it on YouTube and everything. If you guys want Toonami, if you want it on Adult Swim, they are very open to that. Um, there's two ways to give your feedback. It's uh, facebook.com slash Swim C-A-N in capital letters. And the same way
1: on Twitter, twitter.com slash Adult Swim, C-A-N. I'm sure Adult Swim Canada has a website. You probably can do feedback some way through that to make sure you do that, too.
2: Which I would like to answer that for you.
1: Would you like me to answer that, Jose? Sure, go for it.
2: I have a direct contact at Adult Swim Canada. I actually, um, from the article that somebody sent me, I emailed their pub- their uh, public relations person who does everything through the Twitter and the Facebook. She actually responded to uh, a tweet I put out to all of you saying, be nice. Um, but um, basically, when I know, when Tsunami comes to Canada, I will know. So if you want Tsunami back, you do what you do, what you did for us in America. Okay, you got it. You got to go on. I've already seen you guys on the Facebook page. I've already seen you on the Twitter. We want Tsunami. Keep it up. But be nice to them, okay? Just like Jason and Marco, they're just going to ignore you if you're going to be mean about it, okay? And besides, this is the first time that you've had this, so.
1: So shall we move on to the
2: next thing now? Yes, we can. Um, Next thing, should we talk about uh, the new promo this week?
1: Yes, let's do the new promo.
2: Yes, uh, the new promo this week was the Tom speech. Um, I believe you actually put up on your Twitter. um, It was from Multar, and I actually saw it on YouTube. Yep. Way um, back from
1: 1999. It was a special and- year. Will Smith <laughs> was still rapping.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe you just said that. But anyways, um, we're actually going to play it in between uh, the commercial break. We'll play it for you guys, so that way you can uh, hear the Tom speech if you haven't heard it. But um, you guys you guys asked for it on the Facebook page. I tweeted to uh, – this was a couple weeks back, maybe a month back – to uh, Jason about it and – he said that they were in the works on doing it, and they finally produced it. Um, hopefully that means that, as some of you have been now tweeting me all of a sudden, hopefully that means, and no, I don't know this for sure. No, I don't have any information, but hopefully this will lead into Sarah coming back. So let's hope. Let's, let's see what's going to happen, but hopefully this will lead into her coming back as well, and this will just be even more of an epic tsunami.
1: I, um, I think uh, commenting on the promo. I think that it is really ironic that they would recycle a speech about reruns. <laughs> I, I think which, it is too, which I think is the point. But still, I'm like, that's funny.
2: It is. It is a point, and I actually think it was a lot better than the other one,
1: to be honest with you. Uh, I don't know. I'm more nostalgic. I think. I think I enjoy Moltar's read of it more. Not. Not. Nothing against Steve, but that was always just Moltar's speech to me.
2: Right, right. But, I, you know, I, I'm i a big fan of Steve, so I, I always like his work. Uh, and
1: I don't think we have anything else to talk about that promo. No, I guess not. Um, That's kind of it. it. It's about reruns, guys. Uh, this podcast will have a couple of reruns, so deal with well. <laughs> it.
2: Oh, wonderful. Um, I'll, I'll the get next lazy
1: thing- one week. I'll be like, let's play that interview again. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's reruns, dun, 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 dun.
1: I don't know. All right, now we're done with this topic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Okay, stop. Anyways, um, the next piece of news, which, which was something that just came up last night, uh, which resolves into Twitter, and we'll just talk about this real quick, is um, on the East Coast, when the East Coast started through to the 3 a.m., the only things that trended were uh, tsunami and Dead Man Wonderland. It was only during Deadman Wonderland. It was in between Deadman and Cash Sins. And uh, you guys basically double-trended those two topics. So uh, thank you for doing that. Um, obviously, the more that we trend, the more Toonami's going to be around. So yeah, people, keep it up.
1: People have asked if trending is important. I think trending is very important because it's not just Adult Swim. Remember, Comedy Central does this too. Comedy Central actually puts hashtags underneath their shows they uh, a lot of networks are looking at Twitter and I think personally Twitter might actually be a little more reliable nowadays than even the Nielsen ratings
2: right and and that's why they actually brought it back because for three days after Toonami aired on April Fool's Day it was just Toonami 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 either bring back Toonami Toonami or Toonami faithful it was you know because they saw that that's why they brought it back so just keep it up, guys. That's what we got to do. Um, and actually, that that'll lead into our our topic for tonight too, as well. Adult Swim tends to jump the jump the shark, so to speak. When they uh, when they get something different for um, shows, so to speak, um, they jump the shark before Jason could even say anything to us, which a lot of you got pissed at me for well, you know, Jason didn't say anything yet, so don't, don't um, you know, don't say this is what it is, but it was the, the lineup for Toonami. Uh, basically what I'm talking about, guys, is uh, if you go to adultswim.com, you go to schedules, you'll see on there uh, starting August 4th, FLCL, Fully Cooley, is going to be on Toonami in replacement of uh, Ghost in the Shell. Wow. <laughs> yes we know you love ghost in the shell okay jose
1: I really we know do. you love it i really do guys it's my favorite <laughs> show.
2: just take a drink of your alcohol you'll be fine it's water <laughs> <laughs> but anyways um that schedule is usually reliable like i said we got that schedule before even jason said anything about it and um we were right about that um I should say that um, Paradox295, um, one of the people f- at uh, com slash um, he gave me that information. He was right about that. He gave me this, and I, I think he's right about it. But as I've learned in the past, I like to make sure that um, this information is correct. Because if you've noticed, Jose, mm-hmm. for some odd reason in the last two months, like, Tsunami shows have shown up on, like, a Monday or a Wednesday or something during the week on the schedule, and it's not really supposed to be there. Right. And J- Jason's Jason's been good about, you know, telling fans, look, guys, it's a mistake, okay? Toonami's not during the week. Stop tweeting. You know, stop trying to yell at me. <laughs> so that's why I just want to make sure um, – that it is what it is. I'm sure we'll find out within the next two weeks on Toonami itself. But um, when Jason comes back from vacation, which he's on vacation this week, folks. So don't disturb him. Yeah, he's not even (laughs) going
1: to look at his Twitter. Don't even bother.
2: (laughs) Probably not. So um, whenever we get confirmation, we'll let you guys know if it's official. Um, Right now we're 99% sure. We're just waiting for that 1%. So... Um, to you people out there that are, some of you out there that have been that reversed it and now are pissed at me because I won't say that it is true. Just be patient, okay? I, I just want to make sure that it is what it is and it's not an error on the schedule,
1: you know. So I'm pretty sure it is real. I mean, because Ghost in the Shell ends its run that that, that the week before.
2: Oh yeah, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's not real, but you know, we like to make sure that. Our information is credible. You know what I mean? Exactly. For all, we, for all we know, Jason will tweet us and be like, why did you say it was true?
1: Because <laughs> it's on your schedule. QC <laughs> you see your schedule?
2: Okay. Hire That's... me.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, hire Jose. H- hire him, please. I don't even know if he listens to this. Do you
1: think he listens to this? I'm almost positive he doesn't.
2: Yeah, we're going to have to change that. I'm going to start tweeting him. But anyways,
1: no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to get pissed at me. I think he's – no. Please, please stop. Please. please don't, don't, st- don't bombard him with the podcast. Let's just bombard him on Twitter. That's
2: fine. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. He calls up. He's, he he actually gets my phone and He calls me. Please stop tweeting me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, the last thing I want to say before we get into our topic of the week Um is uh, I've chosen a uh, charity for the t-shirt. Um, the charity that I'm going to use is through uh, pacer.com slash bullying. It's actually, um, if you don't know, Jose, it's actually a uh, charity that Cartoon Network uses. And I thought that would be fitting, especially after what happened here in Rochester this week or last week, if you understand what I mean.
1: I, I, I'm not going (laughs) to (laughs) respond.
2: The, the whole, the whole, um, that bus monitor got bullied.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I figured that would be the perfect one. So when you guys go on, you get the link to the t-shirt, which is on tsunamifaithful.com. Um, make sure you buy one because it's going to go to that charity. It's going to help, uh, you know, stop bullying and, you know, Cartoon Network has it too, so it's it's all it's all good. Um, and by the way, until July 11th, that's the day that I that I chose randomly. Um, basically, the price, of what it is right now, I think it's 18 something. Um, it's going to stay that way till July 11th. So if you want a shirt, you want it cheap, go ahead and buy it then. Go ahead and buy it right now because it's going to go up after July 11th. And the more money I make off of it, the more, that, the more it's going to go to charity. So get out there, buy the shirt, and let's help this charity, okay?
1: Cool. All right, so shall we go into this week's topic? This week's topic. We teased it last week, but uh, and I haven't even told anybody as to why this is, but, because I do know the answer. But, uh, Paul, you posed a question last week. Why does this Adult it? Swim ha- not have swearing when Comedy Central does at a similar time slot? Um,
2: Please answer my question No, I refuse <laughs> What the f- no, You know what I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding Don't make me come through Skype and and hurt you, okay don't, don't I'm going to come... take one of those bottles and hit you with it, okay
1: You're making me sound like a drunkard <laughs> <laughs> I told you this was going to happen I really don't drink all that often It's actually very rarely I drink and, Well, Bleach, thanks a lot <laughs> And Casher and Sins, you didn't help um, <laughs> Don't blame them I will <laughs> um, so what does adult swim not have swearing and and when we say not have swearing they're still swearing uh like you can't like you can't say on adult swim and, and you can't say on this podcast either um because i'll bleep it
2: <laughs> sure you can it was by the way that bleep on the
1: podcast was awesome that was hilarious yep. um and and sometimes we can get away with shit and and stuff like that but here's the thing everybody's thinking it's something to do with the fcc that is untrue. The FCC has no dominance over censorship laws in regards to cable. Censorship laws only apply to the the networks uh, that are on network television. In other words, uh, regular broadcast networks, not cable. Uh, meaning NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox. They have no they they have restrictions. The other the cable networks, satellite networks, they don't. They have no restrictions. If, if Cartoon Network wanted to, they could put on porn in the middle of the day. And to be, fair, <laughs> to be fair, it's their network. They can do whatever they want. It's their network. They are not policed by the FCC.
2: What have I told you about giving them ideas?
1: I'm not saying they should do that. <laughs> if they did do that, they'd probably lose all their sponsors. That would be kind of funny. where though. this answer comes in. See, all these networks have a basic uh, standards and practices department. And uh, basically the the reason they have these is because they want to attract advertisers and they want to make sure that their content is appropriate for those advertisers. Um, So it's really just a bunch of standards. There's no written code or law that every network follows. All of them are different. And Adult Swim feels uh, for their network that you can't say f***. Uh, f- to attract sponsors, you can't say curse words that that exceed maybe. Sh- I guess. Um, on, on you just on their, you just want to use swear word. words, don't you? I just want to do a lot of bleeping tonight. <laughs> 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 but but basically, that's that's kind of the thing. And and C- Comedy Central, the reason they get away with that is because once again, they their standards and practices department allows it because they're like, well, it's late at night, and w- you know we we, we want to do it. And we think we can get away with it.
2: Yeah, but I, I think if they're getting away with it and they still have sponsors, I think that Adult Swim could play like a Deadman Wonderland, for example. Maybe let's not go too far with Deadman, <laughs> especially that locker room scene. Oh, my God. I, I don't even want to imagine what that says. But, I mean, at least, like, don't blurt out every single swear word. Like, give no, they me, don't. give they me, the, give me f- and stuff like that. Yeah, but like, give me, give me, like, just make it like movies. You can only use "fuck" once
1: in a PG thirteen movie, okay? Just, just give me one, okay? Well, just you're trying to compare to two different standards. Um, you know, movies are are police, not police, but they're they're basically go through. <laughs> yeah, they're not police. They're really Trust not. me. Um, I used to work for movie theaters, but anyways, they they go through channels called the MPAA, which is an association. Yes. That's not really the same thing as to what Cartoon Network does. Cartoon Network feels that their advertisers would not appreciate that type of thing and it's you know it's their right to to say you know no that we we're gonna bleep it or you change the line and personally i prefer that they just bleep it than which, going change the line which they did on toonami on the original toonami all the time and it you know which by the awful. way i
2: don't know if you uh if you missed it by the way not to cut you off or anything but uh they actually bleeped out something in ghost in the shell
1: yeah, I I saw that last well not last night this morning. Um <laughs> waking up from your headache. Oh. Actually, I did not wake up hungover. That was weird. I was expecting it the whole time. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. <laughs> no, Don't lie I sw- to fans really, really out didn't. Okay. I didn't.
2: <sighs> Jose, do we need to do we need to check you into AAA?
1: Um no. <laughs> 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 I can quit whatever I want. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but yes. in in, ser- in all seriousness, um, actually, what Adult Swim used to do, it, they never used to have bleeps. They used to either change the line, which they have done in the past, or or sometimes do a creative edit, such as um, like if you remember Samurai Shampoo, uh, this was kind of weird. I'm not gonna bleep this, but um on samurai shampoo mugen at one point says mofo and they put a scratching record over it which i thought was kind of weird because mofo is not really a curse word um yeah they I, I remember
2: that yeah they would like whenever there was curse and it would be like
1: Shh, sh- 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 sh, or something yeah, like that it, it like would be a little record scratch right to, yeah. to go with the show and it was kind of creative and fun and of course on the original toonami they would get the old voice actors for example on Tenchi they had to go get that cast back to record all those lines again because they couldn't make Poor any references to alcohol. Poor Steve Blum. I don't think he was in that <laughs> show, and it's Bloom.
2: Yes, he was. He was? Samurai sh- Oh, wait. I
1: was talking no, about yeah. Tenchi. Oh, no, I was talking about... Sh- I thought we were still talking about Shamari- Samurai Shampoo. No, no, no. Tenchi, Tenchi uh, on the original Toonami, they had to go back, get the original cast for that show. Oh, and wow. they. And even at that point in time when they were going to air it on Toonami, that cast hadn't recorded that show in years. They were like moving on to other things. They had, they had to bring them all back, re-record their lines so that they can't say anything about alcohol. They can't say anything too su- sexually suggestive. And of course, you know what? I'd rather just take the bleeps. I'll take the bleeps. Hey, that's why I like Dead Man Wonderland. That it works. I mean, it.
2: do I want to hear what it actually says sometimes? Yeah. But... It works and then and that's a kind of a tease for the dvd anyway so
1: yeah my problem is uh i don't know why funimation keeps uh censoring the japanese version on hulu doesn't make sense to me that that truly doesn't make sense because the internet has no sense that it's not going to really matter
2: because once once it ends it's once it gets to the the end of its run they're going to put the dvds out it's already over no, 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 no. I mean, like when the English version is done, they'll put out the English version, oh, probably.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty much it. Just differs from network to network on cable. Like HBO, they have no sponsors. Uh, this is the best example. They have no sponsors. They can do whatever they want. <laughs> that's they, why the um, reason they that's the reason why they get away with everything because
2: that's what I was gonna say. Um,
1: Bill Maher. That's probably why Bill Maher gets away with all the stuff he does. Yeah, he has no he has no censors because there's no sponsors that they have to try to clean their network up for because the way they pay for th- their bills on that channel is a subscription. Right. And we, we have the same thing over uh, I'll give I'll give you a, a real life work experience. I am um, I work I work I told you all I work at ESPN and we um we do I specifically work at an ESPN Wide World of Sports which is here in Orlando and we do a lot of college and and, and high school stuff. Uh, which, we put on the, uh, which we put on the website, either live streaming or one of the more obscure channels. And one of the things we don't like to show is kids getting hurt. Like if it happens live, w- there's not much we can do about that, but we can't show like an instant replay of the hit. And we got in trouble for showing an instant replay of a girl getting hit in the head with, um, with one of those little hockey sticks that they use in lacrosse or whatever. Why? Because we, we weren't supposed to show the replay, and, you know, it's Disney World. You don't want to show that at Disney World. Oh,
2: that's true. Yeah, that's true. They they want to have a clean image. Yeah, I get what you're saying, yeah.
1: So, you know, it's, it's just up to the network what kind of standards they want to have.
2: Well, with that, I think what we'll do is we'll move into um, what you all have been waiting for. Oh, I thought the show oh. was over. No, the show's not over. Come on. Come on. There, there's been something that people have been waiting to hear, okay? You, they they don't want to oh, listen to us.
1: Yeah, they, we. You all have probably fast forwarded to like this part of the interview. Or, <laughs> oh, what interview? What? <laughs> what what interview? What are you talking no, about? Um, but anyways, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> but anyways,
2: um, coming up after our short short commercial break here, um, we're gonna have the man, the nerdcore rapper himself, uh, Richie Branson on. So stay on the podcast, and we'll see you in a few minutes. Okay, it's time you and I had to talk about the facts of life.
0: Let's go. Right. Let's go. Right. Let's go. Right. Reruns suck, but there's no escape.
2: Welcome to the television business. What kind of madness is this? If anybody knows reruns, not because we want to do it that way. You can't make a new cartoon every day.
1: Hi. So you're desperate to fall behind and show one more. Didn't we see this just yesterday? You will suffer the pain of the thousands of lives you've ruined. Hey, we're sorry about that. I know you guys get burned sometimes. Don't judge us too harshly.
2: You're the worst thing to happen to this world. I mean, after all, we're doing... He's helping to make this country even greater than
1: it already is.
0: Have no fear. Plans are in place to secure the future.
1: I had faith. I knew you could do it. It's a revolution. Tell me some more
0: gonna be a party hang out keep those eyes open
1: how disappointing welcome they didn't make it all right hey everybody welcome to the toonami faithful podcast with our interviewee richie branson say hello richie
0: yo yo it's richie branson on the check-in what's good
1: thank you for joining us this is a very special episode obviously because we have richie here and uh, We've got some of your questions towards the end, and of course we've got um, our own questions, and I think we're just going to go right into it um, And let's just get started right into these questions uh, Richie Way back in the day how when did you become an anime fan? Were you an anime fan before Tsunami or like most of us? Did Tsunami turn you into an anime fan?
0: Tsunami was definitely the uh, source of my anime fandom uh, Definitely turned me into a Tsunami fan uh dragon ball z was really the first anime that i had gotten to see and uh it was just impressive it was something different you know i was used to cartoons where you just watch them and you go on about your day but you know when when you watch anime series you know it's it's always you know for the most part it's a serial type of thing where you, you get pulled into the next episode and you're pulled into the the overall story so that sort of uh I guess presentation of storyline and epic, you know, just story arcs really appealed to me, so uh, definitely just became a, a full-fledged anime fan after uh, Dragon Ball Z and Gundam Wing.
1: Tell us a little bit about Red Prodigy, uh, and how did that come about? Well,
0: Red Prodigy, is, it's, it's a crew, if you will, you know. It's uh, me and my cousin, we produce music, uh, we started... You know, when we were teenagers, we were just, you know, BSing around, making beats and fruity loops and and just doing little things. (laughs) We eventually just decided to put a name to what we were doing uh, as musicians, and we called it Red Prodigy. And uh, it was uh, something that consisted of me, my cousin, uh, a few of my other cousins, actually. It's like a family business almost. Uh, Pretty much everybody's related or or what we call kinfolk down here in Texas. Uh, I've got my cousin, uh, Rosebud Red. Uh, I've got my other cousin, Willie Williams, uh, an artist that we produce for named Bone. Uh, A couple of artists in San Antonio, Young Maverick. um, uh, Another artist named Bamboo. A couple of producers, Unknown Beats, O.B. Beats, uh, an audio engineer, uh, Darren aka 5-3 so it's like this big crew of people we got a dope photographer fatty i'm just shouting everybody out but
1: yeah it's uh a, don't worry we'll be doing that later as well
0: yeah we got a good crew you know assembled and it's a lot of different people i just happen to be the oddball you know who raps about anime and whatnot
2: <laughs>
1: but, you're yeah. the oddball jesus uh, i'm the oddball <laughs> uh, and and how much how much time was uh red prodigy around before like jeff jam took notice of you guys
0: actually when we put the name to it it was like right around the time that the def jam thing popped off uh we had started producing for bone and that's when we really sat out and said let's put a name to this stuff you know we've just been really just producing music we didn't really have a name so we we decided to call it red prodigy and that's when we really got serious about producing music before that it was just a hobby you know but then it got serious at that point uh, soon after that, you know, Bone actually flew up to uh, New York and auditioned in front of L.A. Reed and signed him based on the music that me and my cousin had produced. And everything sort of just snowballed from there. So, you know, it's, it's really good to have that industry experience, you know. Um, you know, it's, it's a blessing. You know, I've been able to see how the actual mainstream industry works. And, you know, there's a lot of principles in there that, I, that I've really tried to apply to the music that I'm making personally. Uh, it's been
1: pretty cool really cool man um you're in texas right yes, sir san antonio Sweet. 110 degrees every day <laughs> <laughs> yep um and i, I was just wondering because i you know we always hear about the rap scene in like atlanta or new york or la and, and i was wondering your take on the on the rap scene in texas how, how does that how does that differ from maybe the other places
0: yeah texas uh you know for the most part you know we have You know, Houston is is probably the biggest influence on hip hop in Texas, all the music that came out of Houston, uh, DJ Screw, uh, Swisher House, that whole, you know, um, I guess, section of hip hop in Texas has really been what drove it. Dallas recently had a pretty big uh, uh, surge in hip hop, you know, a few artists managed to break out of the regional uh, cycle from Dallas in the past couple of years. And so Houston had a pretty good run, then Dallas followed suit, and San Antonio is really the only city left you know between Austin and San Antonio uh, that really need to, to sort of establish an, a national hip-hop scene and, you know and hopefully I can, I can help with that you know cause San Antonio the, the hip-hop scene out here, for the most part it's pretty regional. A few people have managed to sort of break out uh, a little bit, you know, but nothing major. Uh, I think one of the biggest things that happened. <laughs> San Antonio um, uh, previously was a, an artist named Question, uh, who I looked up to a lot. You know, he managed to uh, secure a deal through uh, Epic Records over at Sony. And that was a, a huge milestone for San Antonio hip hop because nobody had ever gotten a record deal like that from San Antonio. So that was a really good book. And that actually was inspir- inspired me to say, hey, I could probably do something and, and not be local, you know, in San Antonio after seeing him succeed. So it was, it was a good one.
1: That's cool. Um do you think uh I just out of curiosity, uh since Funimation and Sentai Filmworks are in a, are both located in Texas uh and you of course rap about anime from from time to time. Uh <laughs> from time to time. Have have they taken notice of you and have you have you maybe reached out to those guys? Maybe helped them out with promotions?
0: Oh well. I haven't really heard anything specifically yet. Although I know, you know, Funimation's mentioned me on Twitter. Uh, I think they retweeted the Adult Swim tweet. So, you know, uh, I think they may notice. Uh, I don't know if anything will come from it. I hope so. You know, my fingers are crossed. I might have to go ahead and, you know, maybe drive up to the Funimation building and say, "Hey."
1: (laughs) I've got their phone number.
0: Uh, Really? Well, hey, tell them right down the street. Tell them good job or something, man.
2: D- don't worry, I'll take care of
0: that for you. I'd love to be a spell track, uh, rapper for Funimation. <laughs> that'd be great. hope they hear this. <laughs> Give them my resume. Oops.
1: I'll, I'll hand my resume right in with yours. <laughs> 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 um, and uh, speaking of artists, you, you mentioned, um, I'm sorry, who was it earlier who got signed to oh, a question?
0: A, oh, it was a single that we had produced for him that actually charted on Billboard.
1: No, no, no. The the, the person who, who got. Oh, sorry. A uh, quest question. Question. Okay, I, I was just checking. Um, have Have you come across any other artists that have inspired you along your career path, such as Question or, or anybody else?
0: In San Antonio, not necessarily. Just the people that I do music with. Like I I hang with some of the best rappers in San Antonio, a Young Maverick and Bamboo, and hey, those guys are good. You know, like I. I you know I, I used to you know engineer their studio sessions and sit in the studio with them, and watching how they rapped and seeing them rap really inspired me to start rapping. You know, cause I was like, these guys are good. As well as my cousin, uh, he's probably one of the best rappers I know, uh, Fleetwood Slim. He's a really good rapper. Uh, he's out in Dallas right now, but that's the one that, that, that me and him we started Red Prodigy. Uh, other than that, you know, I've just sort of been finding my own way. Uh, mainstream rappers that inspire me, Lupe Fiasco, Kanye West, uh, Dom Kennedy, uh, a little bit of Drake, you know, Drake's pretty cool, uh, and uh, also nerdcore wise I'd have to say, Ran is, is probably the biggest influence, you know, inspiration, like, it, it's been an honor to actually work with him, he's, he's a really cool, really cool guy, so, you know, that, seemed, that, that rounds out, I think, all the inspirations uh, that I've had so far.
1: Um... There was one person you mentioned on your website, Rick Ross, who's a legend in this industry. Did you did you actually get to work with him?
0: Yeah, he actually uh, we actually did a remix to the song that we produced that hit Billboard. He actually rapped on the remix. That was pretty cool. That was a surreal moment to actually sort of be involved in that. You know, and see that progress. So it was Rick Ross, uh, Bun B, who was a legend in Texas, uh, U- uh, UGK, of course. Uh, and also uh, the Dream, you know, the R&B singer. He's pretty cool, you know. And uh, yeah, th- those were some pretty big collaborations. I've also worked with G Unit. I uh, went on tour with DMX when I was, when I first started. I was doing more mainstream type music, and I managed to to do a little tour with DMX when he came to Texas. And that was pretty cool. That was DMX is a crazy guy. He's, he's as crazy as you think he is. Trust <laughs> me.
1: Actually, it's really funny. We we uh, at my job at Go Convergence, we actually listen to DMX at work, and we, oh, yeah. and we bark at each other. It's quite, it's quite hilarious. Yeah, DMX. I'm, is I'm, one
2: I'm, one. Not, surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised, Jose.
1: Um, but speaking speaking of uh, you mentioned this earlier. You used to do more mainstream rap. What what exactly triggered the move into, uh, a, for lack of better terms, a more niche area such as nerdcore and specifically anime?
0: Well, what ended up happening, um, the year uh, 2011, I'm acting like it's 1976 B.C. or something, but in 2011, uh, in the fall, I had managed, actually a year ago, I managed to get a record deal uh, with an imprint label owned by an executive over at Universal Republic. Uh, You know, that's uh, Universal Republic, that's for Young Money and uh, who else? A lot of big artists are signed to Universal Republic: uh, Drake, Nicki Minaj, all of them. But uh, you know, to be sort of in that industry vein, you know, I managed to score a situation for a song I did called Jersey Shore Fist Pump. It's a cool. I song. Heard that one. Yeah, you know, it's cool song. Um, you know, we shot a video. I shot a video in, Jer- in New Jersey. I was in New York. I did a show in Harlem. Like it was a surreal experience. You know, I finally kind of made it, if you will. You know, I made a big move in my music career. And I noticed I wasn't that into it. Like, I wasn't on Twitter. Like, I, I didn't tweet much at all. Now I'm on Twitter a lot. But back then, I wasn't on Twitter. I didn't really promote it. I wasn't really stoked about it. And I wasn't like, yo, buy my single, you know. I just, there wasn't a, a feeling of person, like, there wasn't a personal investment in the music. You know, I was just like, ah, yeah, I did it. But it just didn't feel like it was me. You know, like, I'm not really that kind of guy. You know, I, yeah, I party, but that's not, like, an interest that I think I would just always talk about, you know, but, you know, at some point, um, in the end of the year, in the end of 2011, I was like, you know, I'm just going to rap about the things that interest me, you know, and I, I'm a huge anime fan, I'm a huge gamer, you know, I'm pretty much a huge nerd, man, like, I'm a nerdy kid at heart, so I was like, let me just go ahead and rap about what I rap about and be real, you know, and just and, and just keep it real with myself, and ever since I've done that, I've gone so far, you know, I've, it's, it's been amazing, how much progress I've made since I just decided to just be honest with my work, and and you know even though it is a niche you know crowd with the nerdcore and the nerdy music, I wouldn't trade it for the world, man. Like I you know I was rocking shows with DMX last year, and you know I, I'm rocking nerdcore shows now, and I the nerd crowds are way more hype, way more exciting, and I have a, a way better experience making the type of music I'm making. So it's it's it's. It's truly one of those things, a coming-of-age moment for me, I'll tell you that.
1: And I think with that, we're finally going to move into questions about Toonami, which is our namesake here. Uh, Paul, you want to take it from here?
2: I sure will. What's up, Richie? How are you?
1: Oh, man, I'm good, man. Hey, it's good
0: to speak to you, man.
2: Yeah, we've been talking over Twitter for a long time, so it's good to speak to you. By the way, we st- I stole you that drink, too
0: definitely man i'll be in new york i'll be in new york city actually uh fly out on the 7th uh so this coming saturday and i'll be up there for a week before i start this tour so hey you know it's whatever
2: (laughs) Hey, hey, if you you come up towards rochester i i got you i got you
1: okay
0: definitely keep you posted man speaking of
1: tour maybe we should take a moment to plug plug that tour yes we should commercial break for the tour (laughs) <laughs> going on
0: the Monster Hunter tour with MC Chris and Power Glove uh, it's going to be a great just it's going to be a night full of nerdiness and, and awesome music so if you go to the website richiebranson.com I have a list of all the dates you're more than welcome if, if you're in any of those areas come out and see us man it's going to be awesome we've got a show lined up for you guys so, and, yeah.
1: I, and I have something to talk to you about off the air about that tour because I, I, I think I want to ask you something off the air that was good. a bit of a tease. Right.
2: Well why you, why do you gotta tease people?
1: I will tell you too. Don't worry. You'll be on them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm obviously gonna be here. I'm just saying, why you gotta tease people like that? Because it's fun
1: that way. <laughs> it keeps people That's interested all right. in the show.
2: That's all right. When I at the end of the podcast, when I tease what we're gonna do next week, they're gonna people are gonna be interested in that. But uh, all right, let's get into some of these questions here. Um, I'll ask my questions first, obviously, Richie. Um my first question is is what was it like to have your song featured on both Adult Swim and Tsunami? And was there kind of like a deal that you guys made to just have your song on there as the intro for like a few weeks or was it just it was there?
0: Well, what happened with with the Bring Back Tsunami uh that was just uh you know uh there's a few people in particular that just kept just staying on on keeping on me on Twitter about releasing a Toonami record, because I had actually wrote it the day after April Fool's Day, after the whole, uh, when they brought it back, I wrote it the next day, and I put on Twitter, you know, who wants to see it bring back Toonami rap, and a few people, you know, and I was like, all right and and I kind of, you know, released a few other joints for the Otaku Tuesdays uh, anime raps I was doing, and a few And they're
2: all good, and they're all good. And a few people were like, hey,
0: you know... (laughs) come on man, give us that, you know, uh, come on, you know, give us that, give us, give us that tsunami rap. So I went ahead and recorded it and dropped it and it's like the internet went on fire. I don't know what happened, but it's like the internet went ablaze, uh, Don't Swim ended up tweeting about it and the rest was, was pretty much history from there. And um, you know, they ended up contacting me about the Bring Back tsunami record, I think by that evening. You know, they were like, yeah, we just want to use it for a few bumps, you know, if that's okay with you. I was like, hey, I'm not, yeah, hey, go for it. <laughs> I wasn't about to tell them no or do anything to stop that. So I didn't know, though, what, what really shocked me was I didn't know that that was going to be done in the context of them actually bringing Tsunami back. So that was a huge deal to me. Like, when I found out that next week when they were airing the bump they bring Toonami back that week, I'm like, oh, man, like that was, that was crazy. That I did not expect. I thought they just thought it was cool, you know, the fans would just, you know, the fans would love it, that kind of thing. But I didn't know they were bringing tsunami back. I was never privy to that at all. So that was shocking. So after they brought it back, I immediately, you know, of course, know, I just pinned the Toonami's back record, and I sent that to them through the same channel that had reached out to me for the Bring Back tsunami. So it was like a direct thing. I was like, hey, here you guys go, use it. If you guys want to, use it." And uh, they ended up using it. Um, I, I didn't know how long they were going to use it for. I figured they wouldn't use it that long, because, you know, Tsunami being back I think is only going to be news for a few weeks before they have to figure something out. But I can at least confirm now uh, that I will be doing some music that will be on Tsunami. I uh, can't tell you when or tell you what, but that's definitely something that's been agreed upon and uh, me and Adult when we we developed a, a bond on that note. So that'll be happening. That that will be happening. It's gonna be lovely. I can't wait.
1: Uh, I'm excited.
2: <laughs> Look at this, Jose. We get breaking news on our podcast. Look at that.
1: See, this is why people tune in.
2: <laughs> That's right. That's right. And I do have tsunami news too. So there you go. Sir, uh,
1: so, <laughs> reaching out to that. Uh, did uh did specifically Jason DeMarco reach out to you by any chance? Just out of curiosity.
0: I've, I've 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 had some conversation with Jason DeMarco and uh, he did hit me up and he, you know he told me I did a good job on the song and he was just like hey I want to hear some more stuff so that's that's sort of how things sort of sort of went from there and then just the rest was just a matter of just I guess getting stuff in line you know but yeah I definitely you know Jason DeMarco gave me some pretty good kudos and that's that's so humbling you know to see somebody of his stature and somebody who really played a big part in, in, in a lot of my teenage years growing up, man. And it's really the, one of the chief people behind Richie Branson even being a nerdcore rapper. You know, because I wouldn't be a nerd if it wasn't for Toonami and, and, and Adult Swim and that whole thing. So that was a major, it's it's, it's a pretty awe, awe-inspiring moment, to say the least.
2: Yeah, I know how you feel. I mean, he did that, uh, he liked the the one Facebook page I had before, the Toonami News one, too. And I tweeted him, and I'm like, uh, "Is this really you, or is this somebody that just made like some kind of fan page of you?" He's like, "No, it's me. Uh, good job, sir." And that uh-huh. was that was very humbling to to see that he actually still he's still on the page too, and it's humbling to see that he likes it, and you know that he that he actually pays attention too. So I, I definitely get what you're talking about there. Um, so we'll lead into the next question. Uh, y- you said how you know, all this, all the Toonami stuff happened on Adult Swim and Toonami. How has your life changed since all that was featured on Toonami and Adult Swim?
0: Well, the cool thing is, like, the day I dropped that record, uh, it was crazy. Like, the day I dropped that record, MC Chris had hit me up about doing the the tour. And it was like, man, you know, it, it was like, it was like everything. So the tour happened, now I have to you know, do that full-time, so I'm gonna be out of town for like two months and uh, I get to go by the Adult Swim building uh, next month actually on the 23rd or 22nd I'll be in there. And it's just, man, it's just been, everything's changed, man, like my musical, you know, it just feels good to have my music appreciated, you know, because like I said, I was doing the mainstream stuff and it was kinda like, you know, people liked it, Yeah, you know, for the most part, people thought it was good music. They're like, yeah, that's that's cool stuff, man, but it's a different experience to actually have a fan base of people who actually appreciate what you do, you know? And and that's what's really changed the most is my outlook on life because of that. Like, I've got people who email me saying, yo, like, your songs make me feel good to be an otaku or good to be a nerd, and I'm like, yo, that's what I do this for. Like, it's not even about me, it's about making people feel good you know and, and if that's what I'm doing and I'm helping out with things like the bring back tsunami movement like hey I'm, I'm a happy man like that's that's what I'm uh, I'm <laughs> words can't really describe man how things have changed more on a personal level and also on the opportunity level like I've got anime cons you know booking me and it's it's a, everything's just going so well man I, I have no complaints
2: that's awesome uh, well, that leads me to my next question. Um, you did say that you're going to be doing uh, songs for Toonami. That's breaking news, in case you people didn't hear that. Um, but my question is, is when are we going to see another Toonami song? Um, I, I don't necessarily mean that's going to be on the air, but like something that you put out on YouTube like you usually do.
0: Well, this Tuesday, uh, I will be releasing a song. You know, I brought the Otaku Tuesdays back for a little bit, at least before I go on tour. And uh, right. the song *Recent Tuesday* it's not actually my song, but I'm on it. It's a collaboration I did, and it's about a certain anime that's definitely on *Tsunami*. Not one of the new ones, though, unfortunately. Although I do plan on working on a *Deadman Wonderland* rap because I love *Deadman Wonderland* man. It's, it's great.
1: You're not the only one, sir.
2: No, you're not the only one. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Would that be happen to be uh, with Kadesh Flow? I'm not
0: saying anything.
2: <laughs> oh yes,
1: yeah, see I'm good. See how good I am, Jose? <laughs> see how good I am? I'm good. Speaking <laughs> about the once a week thing, uh Richie, what is your schedule like getting getting Otako Tuesdays done? I mean every it's, week I saw a new song.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like I can tell you I'm a very eleventh hour type person, so a lot of the times like it's it's like twelve AM Tuesday morning, I'm wrapping up the recording and putting the song out, like, that morning. Like, sometimes I'll write the song, like, the day, like, if Tuesday, like, because sometimes I release them, like, midnight and Tuesday, and I can tell you, like, personally, at least three of those Otaku Tuesday songs were actually written, produced, and recorded, like, the Monday night. You know, it's crazy. Like, other times, like, I have a little bit more time to write. It just sort of depends on, on the week, but a lot of them were done, like, last-minute, and I'm surprised that they came out that good. I like guess it's, it's it's cool that they came out pretty good and people like them. But it's like really, I just go with it. Like creativity, sometimes it's just one of those things that just happens so last minute, especially with with everything I had to do in between working on this album and other things. Like you talk, I'm surprised I kept up with it as long as I did. I, I had to take a little breather though once the tour got announced because I really had a lot of stuff to do to get ready for that. Uh, but at least um, you know, now that, that things are sort of, you know, I guess easier, uh, or that I've got everything done basically, I was able to bring it back and try to do records. But yeah, those, those songs, man, it's, it's not easy to put out a new song every Tuesday. It's, it's new song every Tuesday, it's, it's pretty hard. And I don't have these like archived in a catalog and I'm just releasing them every Tuesday. Like I'm actually every week choosing a different anime. Like, you know, the, the thought process is crazy. Like, I got to think of which anime. Sometimes I'll rewatch some episodes to get back in the mind frame, you know, to get back into it. The Guru Unlogin one, that was the craziest one. Because that one, I actually watched the whole series in a week and then made the song. Like, I'd never seen Guru Unlogin before I, 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 that week I, I released it. That, that one was probably the, the, my favorite experience. You know, Guru Unlogin is awesome.
1: Yeah, I I know the feeling trying to go through a show in a week. Cause yeah. I, had, I had to go through Gundam Wing to to write a thesis on it, and uh, that was not fun. Wait wait yeah.
2: wait 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 wait! You got to write a thesis on Gundam Wing? I, I went to film school, dude. <laughs> oh okay. I'm like I'm gonna be, I was gonna be like, who's your teacher? I <laughs> yeah. want to know who your teacher is. Um. <laughs> That's a
0: badass teacher.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got a couple. I I chose um. Three fan questions off the Facebook page. Um, I don't want anybody to get angry if I didn't ask their question because you know. I think we covered a good
1: portion of stuff, but yes, for fans that, yes we that did. Have questions I th- that we didn't get to. Here we go.
2: So uh, the first question comes from Christian McCord from Mobile, Alabama. Uh, he says, uh, "What made you interested in music, and what was your reactions? What was your reaction to uh, Toonami's cancellation?"
0: Interested in music, honestly, I it's funny because I never really had a musical interest until like sixth grade. Well, I I can say this: I was always interested in music. Like you know, in elementary school, I played the recorder and I really liked it. So when I got into middle school, I played alto sax. Um, I wasn't really into hip hop at all, though. I was never a hip hop fan until my senior year of high school. Like. All through middle school, like I played sax, uh, played saxophone through high school. Uh, actually, learned how to compose and uh, uh, play piano, so I also compose and play piano music. That's that's pretty cool. I, I I throw that out there when people say that rappers aren't real musicians. I say, well, I am. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm musically trained, man. I know how to do all that, but. I didn't really get into hip hop music until my senior year of high school. I, I didn't even know who the rappers out were, and like I didn't even know who Jay Z was. Like I was so not in hip hop. But then I got into it senior year. It was a group of kids. We we had this group called the Booth, and we used to like pop lock dance, and and I was the guy who was beating on the soda machine while people rap. And so, like, I was so good at beating on the soda machine, making these crazy little you know beats with a pencil. People were like, "You should really make beats. Like, you should try that." So, for my 17th birthday, uh, might have been 16th, that is so long ago. But uh, I ended up buying a beat-making program, and I ended up uh, just learning how to make beats, and everything sort of took off from there. And and That's the other cool.
1: part of his question was, "What was your reaction to Tsunami's cancellation?" Well, when
0: Tsunami got canceled, by that time, like I had kind of already fallen off from it. When the whole Tom 4.0 thing and I think the shows, they sort of lost their luster to me, at least what they were showing. But when it went off the air, I was still a little devastated because I was like, man, you know, tsunami kind." Of, it, it, to me, it didn't die a sudden death. It, it, it died a slow, painful death. So right. I, I, I took it with the same shock as if I, you know, knew somebody who was terminally ill and I knew they were going to die six months, you know, and I had already accepted the grief at that point. So I was just kind of like, man... Finally off the air, man. You know, it's kind of like you know, one of those. It's been a long time coming, but it's finally off. Not in not in a good way, but like in a bad way. Like, man, man, it's dead, and it's it. Uh, So I was already accepting of it, as far as I already knew it was coming. It's kind of like when uh, Old Yeller died. It was like, man, it's gone. So I had my mourning period, and you know, there were. just anime really wasn't the same at that point you know it went back to being that obscure hobby that, that people partook in uh, as opposed to something that everybody was watching because I remember anime used to be cool everybody watched anime like even in high school you know Dragon Ball Z the jocks watched it, the nerds watched it, the pretty girls watched it, like everybody was into anime at that point point. Yeah. and so Toonami went off the air, anime stopped being mainstream at that point I think that sort of hurt anime in the US you know, and I'm glad that it's back, because I think that's going to that's gonna signal a resurgence in anime, you know, in, in mainstream American pop culture now. That's a good thing.
1: Yeah, I, I remember the bubble, too, when, when everybody was, where you could walk into any store, didn't have to be an anime specialty store, and, like, Best Buy had anime. I mean, Best Buy still has anime, but Best Buy used to have, like, shelves of anime. Now they have one, and it was yeah. just you know what you you felt it as Toonami progressively got bigger anime got bigger when it got smaller anime got smaller and then once it died it was like all right, it's still around but that's just the after effects of you know what was what Toonami had already created really
2: yeah and I think also like you would also like go into Best Buy or like when Media Play used to be around like you would walk in and there's all this anime toys and that everywhere like the Gundam Wing toys and the Dragon Ball Z toys and you're just like really okay i didn't figure you as a toy store but all right
1: yeah, yeah now, but um yeah now you can't walk into a, a toys R us and not find pokemon and dragon ball z but or, or naruto even but um you know there were obscure toys like gun like i don't want to say gundam but like some of the m- more obscure gundams like yeah. g gundam they had toys in stores it was like right what what <laughs>
2: And G Gundam was a really good show, by the way. It was, I but it wasn't I was a as ch-
1: popular as Wing. Wing is the big popular one.
2: Oh, no, no. Wing was popular, but I, but I really enjoyed Gundam G, too. Um, what I was also going to say, to piggyback off of the Tom Ford thing you were saying, Richie, um, we were talking, me and Jose were talking about it on the last podcast. I think it's really, it really wasn't like Tom, you know, I, I, I relate, like, Tom looked like he was dying, so you kind of felt like Toonami was dying off. But it, I think it was more like his assistants more than anything else because they they were like kind of annoying. Do you do you know what I mean?
0: Yes, it, it reminded me of like when Sonic the Hedgehog had the Chaotix friends or some crap. Like,
1: uh, <laughs> dear lord, thank you for reminding me of those guys.
2: <laughs> and now there's 50 different Sonic series out there.
1: Yeah, that, that, that by the way that franchise has more side characters than there are people on this earth.
2: <laughs> very true it's very like true. If it's
0: not broke don't fix it man too many cooks spoil the soup
2: very true
1: um, alright well let's let's yeah, get let's into the second the question. I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt
2: no that's fine that's fine uh the first part w- we kind of already answered but I'll I'll say it anyways um this comes from Michelle Ulrich from uh Carbondale Illinois sorry if I butchered your name um first part, like I said, it's uh, what made you decide to write and rap the two songs, Bring Toonami Back and Toonami Back Bitches. We kind of already answered that. But um, his second part was uh, also what is your thought of the current lineup of Toonami?
0: Uh, I like the current lineup. Uh, Bleach, of course, is kind of more filler than anything. Uh, I like Dead Man. Cashier and Sins is cool. Bebop, even though I've seen it a million times, I love Bebop, so I'm I'm good with it being on TV. It's, it's definitely a good anime. Because I'm not really thinking... Uh, you know, part of me is thinking in a selfless way of, you know, what's going to help make people watch Toonami. And a lot of people who may not be into anime may see Bebop and say, yo, I'm going to keep watching this, and that can only help. You know, so Bebop is definitely a strong uh, show to have on the lineup. Um, I like the lineup. I mean, it's pretty cool. I think... Uh, the one show that I probably don't care for that much, or at least on Tsunami right now, is the, uh, what is it, are they showing Brotherhood right now, Full Metal Alchemist? They're showing
1: Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, that's correct.
0: Uh, I'd rather them show the original or um, just replace it with something else. But I think eventually if they start cycling out old shows with new shows, uh, Ghost in the Shell and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood would be the first two I'd want to see replaced. Uh, Bleach, even though a lot of people hate on it, you know, it, it's one of those anime, I call it a gateway anime, you know, it's one of those anime that people who may not really care for anime uh, can get into, it's, it's really easy, it's action-packed, you know, it's got a, it's cool, you know, it's got characters that are pretty cool, so uh, Bleach and Bebop to me are those two gateway type of anime that can help get new viewers and then the Cash Earn and your, your uh, Dead Man and some more new shows that they can possibly bring, bring on can help, you know, hardcore anime fans or just pretty much tsunami fans in general just can continue to watch and tune in.
2: Um, actually, there's, there's a part of the news that we'll talk about later, uh, Jose, about that because there's looking to be something that might be replacing Ghosts in the Shell, but we'll talk about that at the end of the po- podcast Special so uh, my favorite
1: show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know it is. But whatever, I have it on DVD, so it's okay. Yes, yes. Also, and it's and it looks really good because it's already HD. So, but um, my question to piggyback off of that one, actually, now that I think about it, is what um new anime out there would you like to see on Tsunami?
0: Uh, I would love to see uh, either Gundam AGE or Gundam Unicorn shown on Tsunami. Dope especially Gundam Unicorn. Like that's really dope. Uh, or, uh, there's another anime out there called Needless. That's pretty good too. Uh, I've been watching that on Netflix. I have
1: uh, not found another person who knows that show exists. Thank you <laughs> for knowing that show exists. It's <laughs> hilarious.
0: Needless kind of, it's like, it's got a, it's almost got like a, well, without the robots per se, but it's got like a Gurren Lagann type of feel to it, especially with the priest character, like those glasses. Uh, they remind me of Kamina from Gurren Lagann the style is, is 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 pretty cool i love i love the style i love what it's about i think it would also make a really good fighting game uh, if somebody would ever make a fighting game using the needless, the needless uh, franchise i think that would be pretty cool
1: i'm sure there is a game it just might not be here in the states that's true that's true probably i agree with that Jose. I'll, I'll look that up and i'll i'll, I'll let you all know <laughs> yeah
0: let me know um, yeah that'd be cool if they had a game out there i'd, I'd definitely have to try to import it man
2: all right, so let's get to the last fan question I like that it's I chose the same here. Same question.
1: What's that? The, the, I'm looking at the last question by OJ Rodriguez, yeah. not Simpson. Oh, I was about
0: to say Simpson. What's up, Juice?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of basically the same thing, actually.
1: Uh, what, his question is? By the way, he's in Houston, Texas, so he's close. Yes, he is. He's close. H. Hey, yeah, out. this
2: question's by uh, OJ Rodriguez from Houston, Texas. Um, Basically, I you, you pretty much answered this, but if you want to go any further with it, he asked, uh, "What's your position on the current status of Toonami?" Oh uh, yeah. Well, overall, I mean,
0: I think it's great. Uh, I mean, not just the lineup, but the you know the promotion. You know, uh, some more Richie Branson instrumentals on there. It'll be super
2: awesome. <laughs> Shameless, plug. Um, Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Shameless plug.
0: Glad it's back. I really hope that, you know, eventually a bigger budget gets allocated uh, to it and it becomes a bigger presence on Adult Swim, you know, you know with action cartoons in general. Uh, I think, I hope, you know, I would really, because I know they're doing a Black Dynamite car- cartoon. I think that would be dope for Tsunami. I know it's not anime per se, but I think that would be cool to have on Tsunami. You know, it's an action cartoon. Hell, it would be like the next Batman the Animated Series if they do it right.
1: <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, actually yeah I, I, I really like the current status of tsunami because it has a lot of cool stuff and uh, it, you know even though it is just a rebranded Adult Swim action basically uh, I'm glad that they are not treating it like a second rate customer like they used to treat Adult Swim action where it was just like oh this is on the air still just in case you were wondering now they're actually promoting <laughs> it and trying to get people interested
0: yeah that's, that's cool man I'm, I'm, I'm excited uh, for what's to come, you know, I'm glad to have played a little part, you know, in in everything. You say we, little,
1: I, I say big.
2: Yeah, yeah, I would say big too because we kind of had a little problem with our little movement and then all of a sudden you come along and, oh no, now we got 20, 30 tweets per minute on Saturday night. Oh, wow. I mean,
0: you know, I, I feel like honestly if I had to say like if it was a team effort, I was just a bench player who got up and made a lucky shot, you know. At the last quarter, you know.
2: That that was more like a home run.
1: Yeah, like, a, yeah. What sport yeah. are we playing?
0: <laughs> was, we're talking basketball, I made a lucky three, man. It was one of those just, I didn't expect that to do anything. I just thought it was going to be a cool Taco Tuesday song, man. It ended up being something much more bigger, and I'm thankful. You know, I'm glad that people enjoyed it. I'm glad that Adult Swim liked it. You know, I'm just glad to have Toonami back. man. Even if, I, I the thing is, if it wasn't me, I'm just glad it would have been. If it would have been anybody, if it would have been somebody who did a tsunami polka song that got attention, I would be happy. You know, even though I hate polka, but if it helped, <laughs> me, if it helped me with the cause, I'm supporting. You. you know, that's what this is all about. Like a lot of people don't like rap. You know, they may say things like, "Yo, tsunami and rap, really?" But I mean. It's not about that. It's just about the fact that somebody did something artistic or somebody, you know, believed in something and they did something about it, you know. And <laughs> I'm supporting anything, you know. If, if there's anybody out there who makes death metal, make a death metal tsunami song. I don't listen to death metal like, rah, 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 but I will listen to that, you know, because of the fact that it's about something I like. That's, that's what it's all about, man. It's just about fans doing what they can.
2: Actually, have you um, have you heard the song from Deadman Wonderland, the intro to it?
0: Yeah, I like that, actually. I really love that. That's one of the the better intro songs out of all of them that are that have been playing so far, the Deadman
1: one. Now, I can't confirm this, but I know the band is Japanese, and as far as I can tell, they don't know English at all.
2: Oh, wow. I, I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to remember who it was. Um, it, the the oh, band's God.
1: name? It's Fade. Yeah,
2: it's Fade. I have it on the website. They're, they speak English.
1: I, I know they sing in English, but they actually know the language, or they just...
2: I, th- I think so, because they were speaking in English during... Because I, I put up a live video so people could see exactly who they were. Oh,
1: okay. I, I didn't know that. Because, you know, it, it, you listen to anime songs as long as I have. You hear, like, English words. I'm like, oh, I know that one. and it But they always pronounce it wrong anyways. And you're like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they tried. but the, And they then the rest tri- of the song is in Japanese. Like... For example, in Needless, uh, one of the bands, Gran Rodeo, one of my favorite bands out of Japan, uh, they have a bunch of great songs, but, you know, they'll suddenly go be like, Insanity, or IGPX, and the rest of the song's in Japanese. (laughs)
0: Like, yeah, like every, like, couple of words, they just run out with some crazy English phrase or something. It's just like,
1: what? (laughs) It's to wake the Westerners up. They're like, oh, hey, we know that word. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's just I, I just i when i hear that i'm just like please stop just, yeah, just do it in it's
0: japanese outro like the it, outro scene is outrageous man like,
1: for, for me it's quite charming when they do that i was just like oh that's cute yeah I was like, what?
2: What? that's cute wow i see it man
0: it's like obvious like, it's like okay <laughs>
1: see i don't i don't think we could do that in english like we can't just throw in random japanese words into songs at least I don't think it would work as well
0: yeah just yeah you I'm know, rapping or something I don't know <laughs> yeah that doesn't sound good at all <laughs> so.
1: um well I think I think that is it for us um
2: um the one thing I wanted you to talk about though before before we get off with you Richie is just uh, talk about your new album oh yes so plugs, people. yes Yes. Yeah, so people know uh, about your new album where they can get it you know all that good stuff and of course the tour
0: I'm about to plug plug y'all like a uh, surge protector is going there (laughs) Uh,
2: do you have Richie
1: Branson surge protectors? I'll buy those
2: (laughs) (laughs) I got the album they they're shaped like Nintendo
0: (laughs) I got the Richie Branson uh, the N.E.R.D album coming out July 10th make sure you guys get that Uh, it's gonna be great Um, I have also got these Nintendo controller chains that I just launched. Uh, They're available at otakuking.net. Got them on sale. They're $14.99. Get one. And the reason that you want to get one is because it's going to fund my grand project this winter, the Jupiter Jazz LP. And that's going to be a Cowboy Bebop-influenced full album featuring a lot of good jazzy, just good feel. I'm actually going to dust off my alto sax and go to work, man. It's going to be awesome. So if you guys want to see that, help me out, buy the album, buy a Nintendo chain, uh, going on tour with MC Chris, come out, support, you know, clap your hands, wave your hands. Hey, I'll buy you a drink if you say you're here for well, no, I really am. I'm, I'm broke, so. <laughs> But come out and support, you know, follow me on Twitter at Richie Branson, subscribe to the YouTube, uh, YouTube slash Richie Branson. Hit the website up, uh, richiebranson.com. Don't forget the merch at otakuking.net. And uh, just keep listening out, man. I got a lot of new material coming out this fall. I'm excited. I can't wait to give you guys some more music. Uh, My goal is to give you guys as much free music as I can and every now and then drop an album or something that you guys can throw money at if you want to. Uh, But let's keep this train moving, man. I'm otaku. I'm excited. You know, tsunami's back. What?
1: well with your support man we're gonna keep going for years and years so thank you very much and uh i think we're gonna go ahead and stop recording now don't hang up but uh we're gonna we're gonna stop recording now and thank you again so much and thank you for listening everybody
2: all right folks so we're back from the the richie branson interview i hope you guys enjoyed it um What'd you think, Jose? I had a lot of fun. He's
1: super nice, and um, dude, hey,
2: that was probably was that that was your first time that you talked to him, kind of, right? Was, yeah,
1: pretty much. Cause this whole this whole week, I've been like incredibly busy, and it wasn't until oh. today where like I got his Skype info and and started doing everything with him. I'm like, okay, now I can do this. <laughs> yeah, you were
2: kind of freaking out before the interview. Is he gonna be on? Is he gonna be there? Trust me. Me and Richie talk a lot, so I I made sure. And there's something else I have that I can. I'm not gonna go any farther with that, anyways. Oh, shameless was, uh, tease. We hope
1: we hope you liked <laughs> what he had to say. Um, yes. And uh, keep keep it tuned to the podcast because we do have more coming up with him, and of course more content for you guys, the fans.
2: Okay, well that's fine. Um. So for be next a week, fun guys. show to edit. <laughs> For next week, um, the topic that we're going to discuss next week is old tsunami-related, not so much now tsunami-related. Um, something came up on my radar, um, and Jose, if you you've obviously got got the notes that I sent you, but um, have you heard of the uh, the Dragon Ball Z Saiyan Saga trailer that's coming out?
1: I think I've seen the Kickstarter video for it.
2: Yeah, um, we're not going to go too much into it, guys, but um, basically. Um, the movie, the not the movie, but the trailer that these guys um, in the UK, um, their company is called uh, K K8, K8K Productions, um, is going to produce a trailer. We're going to talk about that uh, next time on the uh, on the podcast, and we're also going to um, have the guys from Money Money's Anime Shrine on there. Um, I may have one or two of them. We're, we're going to see what we can what we can work out, um, but. It's gonna be an interesting show. You guys are gonna to want to tune in because these guys are hilarious. And Jose, you're gonna you're gonna love you're gonna love what you hear. Trust me. Alright. And, once and again, we, plus oh, sorry, and plus ahead. what they do on the what they do on their show, you're gonna laugh. You're gonna really laugh. I'm gonna let them plug their show. What some of the stuff they do. Yeah. You're gonna like it.
1: And uh, one last thing before we before we get off. Thank you so much for all the feedback that you've all given us. Um, I'm sure it's all been positive. It's none of it's been negative
2: uh No, d- nothing, nothing, nothing negative. I mean, I got somebody all of a sudden randomly commenting, "Well, Toonami needs to change this, this, and this," and I'm like, "But this isn't about Toonami. This is about the
1: podcast." Yeah, <laughs> oh, my make God. it clear we're not actually from Toonami, guys. Oh yeah, I've and please, I've actually gotten pe- a couple of tweets like, "Dude, you work for Tsunami? I'm like, "No, I don't. I wish."
2: Yes, and I've gotten thousands of tweets and messages on Facebook. Tom, thanks for um, doing what you do. I'm not Tom, guys. I'm not Steve Blum. At Blum's you is all. Tom. Yes. Yes. Well, he's the voice of Tom. So technically, yes, he is Tom. But guys, I'm not Tom. Please, please stop saying that. I mean, I'm, I'm honored that you'd like to put me in that category, but I'm not Tom.
1: Sorry. Um yeah uh but thank you all for the feedback on the podcast. It's been Yes, thank you very much. It's been very positive. It's been very helpful. Hey guys, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes as well and leave us a review. Uh whether positive or negative, I do re- I do read all zero of them. So uh thank you. <laughs>
2: and by the way, next week we will uh we'll also give you guys um how many of you have viewed the podcast.
1: Yay, analytics numbers. Nobody gives a crap, but let's do it. Um, with that, with that, yeah, time to, time to sign uh, off.
2: I think that that's going to be it for us. Um, I'm Paul Pascrillo.
1: I'm Jose Grimato. You can follow me at J E A R G U M E D O.
2: And as always, you can follow me at Paul Pascrillo on Twitter. Um, you can also follow me at Tsunami news on Twitter. And also there is the website, ToonamiFaithful.com. and please, so that we can get recognized and there's more feedback and uh, more stuff about the show, talking about the show, so to speak. Um, when you're tweeting about it on Twitter, use hashtag Faithful Podcast so we can see what you're saying, and also maybe we can trend it. That would be awesome.
1: Um, oh crap! I lost my train of thought. Um,
2: well, that happens at one thirteen in the morning. Oh so, all right. <laughs> Look, now you got to bleep another one. Look at this. No,
1: just bleeps all over the place tonight. <laughs>
2: is the hangover working now is that what you're trying to tell me
1: no it's it's the the (laughs) four hour drive getting back up here or yeah up here i know what direction i'm going (laughs) all right and with that guys
2: i know we're entertaining but we gotta go um i gotta see you next week
1: all right let's do this
2: see you next week guys and peace out peace out guys